Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network, so go check out those. And today... Today is Season 5, Episode 5, and we have Stephanie Crawford with us, and we are doing this episode a little differently. Stephanie and I are going to challenge ourselves to a bit of a game, and we hope to show how fun and creative we can all be with a little playful spirit and a target run. So before we get into sort of the details of how today's episode is going to work and the craziness that we cook up here late at night when we're recording this podcast, <laughs> let's have Stephanie, a a definitely like returner here at Well Played. I absolutely love chatting with you. Everybody knows that. And so here you are. But if you could introduce yourself to the like one new person that listens to Well Played. <laughs> Uh, I am always happy to be here on Well Played with you. It is one of the highlights of my week when it happens, right? So hello, everyone. I am Stephanie Crawford. I am a professional development coordinator in Central Illinois uh, for a regional office of education. So I work with um, teachers and coaches and administrators in three counties worth of schools in Central Illinois. So before that, I was an instructional coach in a district, a K-12 district. And before that, I taught ELA to eighth graders for 13 years. So That's a nice little resume. <laughs> it's uh, been fun. Yeah. No, St- Stephanie is a dynamic educator. I've been fortunate enough to hear her present. Uh, and we have become friends over the years. And it's so fun to... To chit chat with you. I am super jazzed about what we came up with for this well played episode. So let's let's explain a little bit what's happening here, Stephanie. So I'm so excited. <laughs> this is way different. <laughs> so we were playing around with different topics. It's fourth quarter at the time of sort of recording this podcast. And so if you're catching this much later, we were thinking like we wanna talk about like wrapping up the year. We wanna talk about like kind of getting getting new people into the gamification idea and thinking through like just how easy that can be and then we landed on this crazy idea and uh what we're doing is stephanie and i both went to the (laughs) target website like target proper and we both without telling each other we both picked a couple products that we're going to like challenge each other to like spin how might we use this in a classroom and it could be for gamification it could be just for something fun and different but uh yeah we just want to see how that goes and like we're hoping you see that like just how fun and playful it can be when you sort of expand your mind beyond just the like normal curriculum type stuff so we hope you stick around and listen to us if not we're gonna have a blast and you guys can bugger off i guess (laughs) (laughs) I think that's one of the really cool things about the whole community though, Michael, is that when we do things like this, um, it's great to see how it inspires other people to create their own ideas, spinoffs of that, um, and work together and help each other. So I'm, I, I love this idea to begin with, but I also love that it could then help inspire people to do their own amazing things with these very random 
products. <laughs> I do love that about EMC, uh, not EMC too. I, I love that about XP Lab community in general is there are a bunch of doers. Like, you know, you've been to like almost all the, the XP Lab chats and over the years, I mean, I've been hosting that for like four or five years solid and over the years I'm sometimes just like I'm out of questions let's just <laughs> do something different and like some of those difference they they glom onto because it's like oh man this is like fun this is different and it's just a great and wonderful community so hopefully the same will be true of this tonight so I guess we should dive in here. I'm a little, I'm partially like stalling everybody because like I'm nervous. Like I don't know what Stephanie's got for me. So does that mean I get to go first? If you want, or we could, uh, yes, you just don't be first. nervous. I, I promise it's going to be a good one. <laughs> okay. My first thing. What if we that picked I... the same product? Well, we do have some similar lines of thinking, but I don't think you picked my product. We only picked one. <laughs> we only had one rule, and that was it was not a game, like an actual, like, board game, card game. Yep, none of that those. That was the only thing we put. That was the only restriction we put. Because we would buy those from a local game store and not Target. Right. But I'm super nervous that you're going to be like, <laughs> "What are you going to do with patio furniture, Michael?" You know what? You, okay. You were in that honest. department. I knew it. I was not. I was not. But I had originally, I had picked out um, succulent magnets. <laughs> and I thought oh, you would kill me. So I went away from there. It's fine. There's nothing <laughs> like that you have to worry about. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So what I picked first is a rock painting kit. This is the thing. This is like literally the order in which you picked it. Yes, this is the first thing I picked. All right. So a rock painting kit. A rock painting kit. I think that that would be super fun to do in class. So my my hope would be that the kit would have enough that every kid could do one. So you and I both being kind of middle school-esque teachers, we would probably have to pick up more than one kit. So my first question back at you on this is, what's the cost? Well... Michael, let me look here and see if it's in that screen grab. Well, of course it wouldn't be. I'll get you the cost while we're talking. Um, I feel like I should do the talking now. She's yeah, you should. Because I can't say two things at once. You know me enough. You know me enough well enough that I can't do that. All right. So I'm going to fill this void here. And I would say a rock painting kit would be super awesome. I think... I would have my kids, so I'm, I'm envisioning that this, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but that they're like thin rocks. Like they're, they're rocks you would like skip on a pond, right? Yes. So they are, it's $14.99 for the set. And it looks like it comes with maybe nine rocks. So you would have to have a few if you go with your whole class doing it. Well, so my hope was, all right, so I'm going to, I was, I wanted to go whole class. And what I think I would do is on one side, put like a word or phrase based on what you're reading. Like, you know, so for me, it'd be world history, right? So whatever my current unit is, I'm in the middle ages here. And so like maybe somebody would put like Charlemagne on one side. Then on the, the back side, they would have to kind of like draw something that represents 
the other side of the rock, right? Oh, yeah. And, 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 and more specifically, I'm going to challenge them to draw what they think is like most representative of that person, most impactful, right? Then I would take all the rocks that my like, I'd, I don't know, I'd probably buy like five sets of this, right? And I'd put all the rocks into like some sort of like dark bag that you can't like see through, right? And then have a, like me pull out a few, lay it on like a table and doesn't matter what side. So like I like some where it's picture side up, some where it is word side up, and the table has to sort of guess what the other side is and they'll score as a table. Like if you laid five rocks on there, they have a potential of five, but they're processing that together without looking while this other table's doing five, this other table's doing five, this other table's doing five, right? So like everybody's sort of thinking through what would be on the backside of, we got the word Charlemagne, what represents him the most? Oh, we have this other one that's literally just like a picture of a crown. Like, oh shoot, we've learned about a lot of rulers. Like, <laughs> I don't know, right? And we'll just like play round of round and round. And I think that would be fun. So I love that idea. And you could even have them um, as they pull their rocks out, like maybe they have to come up with one word as a theme for all of them. How could they, how are they all connected? Almost like that spider web type of idea, right? Like, like they bonus have to if figure you can out... connect and like how yes. many can you connect, right? You have five. Yes. Oh, you made three sort of work together. <laughs> now it's interesting because you went whole class and I love that. And I hadn't thought of that when I originally picked it out. I was thinking more of like, starting it out with um, an image or a word or something that goes along with maybe your theme or something you're studying and then you hiding the rock and the student who finds it like has to then come to you with it and they get to create the next rock and it has to like go along kind of in that connection again based on whatever you did first well, I like that. they then have to do the next one and hide it and then the next student who finds it then has to keep it going like that's how i considered using it when I picked it, but I love that we have two completely different ideas, but I, I really like both what you came up with. Yeah. I mean, I like both of them, but I like what you came up with. I like both a lot. So I think that's a wrap. We did it folks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to get any better from here on out, but let's, <laughs> let's move on to the second product. This was my first one. I came into contact with here. It is a, the, the title of the product is Chuckle and Roar Foam Block Sets. And it's just like your traditional like blocks, you know, like some square, some rectangle, some round, some triangle. But it looks like there's probably a couple different triangle sizes there. Uh, it's $10 and you get 50 foam blocks. How big are these blocks? Uh, I would say the biggest block would be like four Jenga blocks, like put together, okay. like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's not like American gladiators big. No. It's a nice You're little 80s, 90s reference. If you... <laughs> okay. All right. So you got these foam blocks and you said it comes with how many in there? 50 of them. And they're multicolored. If that makes you think of something. <laughs> Well, I'm almost wondering if you could have students in groups and maybe the foam blocks are sectioned out by colors. Are the different colors also different shapes? 
Like is uh, each like if it's all two, are they all the same shape or is it variety in there? It's variety. So like I see a picture and like there's a green cylinder, a green triangle, and a green rectangle. Okay. So maybe they're sectioned out and placed in different spots. So you've got all the colors placed differently and the teams have to kind of come up with a game plan before they go and they're going to try to race to get these pieces, right? Like they can go and pick out one spot from the green or one block from the green and then the next time it's go get one from the blue, whatever. And they're going to come back with these pieces and they're going to have to build this um, like maze uh, type of situation where they're going to take a little paper ball the end and they're going to have to try to get it through by like waving a piece of paper or something like that creating a little breeze like waving your fan to see if they can get it through um and i see this being tied to like a competition so like if you do this it's like in that timed then you get like a, your clue or your next thing to go on to the next challenge so you can tie it with your content that's almost creating again i went to american gladiators that shows i must have been watching that when i was a kid too much but i th think of that like kind of fun obstacle course because it can be on a desktop you know it doesn't take a lot of room and there's still some of that um if you put in that time limit you've got five minutes to build it you got to get your paper then through it you could even swap with another team um, I think it could be that fun, like, let's get it through uh, and then to unlock your next clue or your next um, task. I love it. So where my mind went with it, that's, I think, super awesome. I like the American Gladiator take. Um, I will be honest. I am going to riff on your idea. Because <laughs> my mind went a lot of places. Blocks are such – I mean, I think everyone listening to this episode – should have some sort of blocks, whether that is Lego, Jenga. I have Copla blocks in my class. I mean, like, get some blocks. 100%. Even Man. with, I think it's funny, even with older kids, like, Duplos are fun. Like, the bigger blocks. Yeah. Because they can do so much with them. Love it. So, for me, uh, I had a couple ideas when I put this sort of in the well-played cart here. But uh, hearing you talk about this American Gladiator idea i had two different ideas one when you said separate them out by color and it's, and say like go get you know now grab a green one now grab one game i thought of have them trying to sort of build like a tall tower right however mm -hmm. based on like this round of play whoever answers the questions first or whatever however you want to decide like maybe give them a set of questions for the round and they answer all three questions correct they get first draft pick of the green but you know the goal is like tallest and like you have five groups and there are let's say five colors or five you know of each color um it'd be really cool like you know shoot like somebody went for straight for the rectangle because it's super easy but then it's like oh man i got this triangle then like who's going to get first draft pick of the orange ones? Like, do they grab they like, but at the end of the day, like you got these like random sets of pieces that you still are all have the same goal of height, but you have like a weird hodgepodge of pieces. That was my first one. I like that. But then hearing your American gladiator thing just <laughs> was like, how can I do that with my students? And here's what I thought. Pair students off. You'd have to buy a few of these. So this is going to cost you, I'm sorry to say, I am going to set you back. I would say $80 because I think you'd need it. How, how much are they again for one 10 set? 10 bucks. 
So yeah. I oh yeah yeah I think I'd want eight you to have sets that would be good yeah and I would have teams face off each other so uh, choose one block that everyone has to like have as like the quote unquote like king or target or whatever yep. and then I'm thinking in my classroom I have these like six foot long like folding tables and each team puts the king on the like somewhere on like their half of the board. Then answering questions, I'm thinking review game here again, answering mm -hmm. questions gets you other additional blocks to like build up some protective walls. And then you just have an all out like, oh, like and all out paper football, like whack, 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 yes. whack, trying to knock things off. Yes. First one to kill the first one to get the king knocked over, like wins that round. But like we're talking that being like a flash, like we're talking like 90 seconds of just flick, flick, flick. Yep. These things are going to fall apart super easy. And what mm -hmm. if you, what if in your questions, if there, if the team answers a wrong answer, then there's a chance to steal and you could take away one of their protective blocks. I dig it. I dig it. But I like, I'm this loving this. Of, I'm loving this like <laughs> construction of like, I'm picturing like a miniaturized, like you remember American Gladiator where they, they had to like run yes. and they, the guy was shooting <laughs> tennis balls at him. Yes. And you could like hide behind this wall and hide like that is where my yeah. mind went to immediately. I was like, I know I can't do it with students, but I can miniaturize it. No, I love that. And I like that the questions are tied right there too, to give them like extra protection. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. And then like super easy to like to finish that round. They can like re, you can make it that they can carry over pieces. So like the next round, like they don't have to get as many, right? Right. So like you're acquiring pieces over time, but you could kind of almost, <clears throat> excuse me, bracketed tournament. Like, so like group mm -hmm. B lost on this table, well pair group A with the group A on the other table. They just take, they just pick up their eight blocks they have, go there, answer another five questions for this round of review, maybe pick up a block or two, give them like 60 seconds to build a new setup. And then 90 seconds to fire off, fire off, fire off, fire off. And if they weren't able to knock it down in 90 seconds, either one, like, then they don't get, like, more points for the round or whatever. And that way you can keep yeah. it fast and moving on to next round, next round. Always fun. Still focusing more on the questions than the game itself. You got my um, mind going, too, that, like, you could offer... Uh, special bonus questions or a bonus round which could like double the amount of paper footballs they have in their arsenal you know like i just think that that's that could be super fun <laughs> or you could make like a super huge one out of like colored paper you know that's like 11 by 17 or whatever the mega paper football the mega paper football i like it <laughs> i okay it. we did it that's two that's two for Whew. two people. I mean, how much are you expecting? I mean, the price is right here. You paid nothing for this. I, and we're I feel you like solid gold and costing the, you like eighty bucks every idea. Child, my childhood really inspired uh, the American Gladiator, which I think helped put you on a a great idea there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just pat my back there. That's, but this this is this is part of the PD that I think Stephanie and I both would agree on. Like. It's so good to like bounce little ideas off people because yeah. like you you get inspired by it and like my mind was racing when you were talking then your mind was racing when yes. I was talking and it's just it's infectious so definitely like don't always try to plan in a vacuum vacuum join a community you know lean into that community obviously a community I'd love for you to lean into would be uh, 
explore like a pirates sort of chat, which I think is just an awesome community that we're talking about. So definitely lean into that. Uh, that would be great. All right, Stephanie. Okay. So the next one is, it's actually two items, but it's, it's only going to cost you $25. Okay. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's do this. All right. So the first item is, um, like the kids balls, the plastic balls in the mesh bag. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like 30 of them in a bag. So that's $14.99. And then a baby pool for $10. <laughs> oh my goodness. There is something to be had here. <laughs> there is so something to be had. Can I just tell you right now, I really want to hear your idea. And this was also inspired by the game Double Dare. (laughs) I, so I don't want to be like stuck in a rut, but part of me wants (laughs) us to take that swimming pool, put it outside, fill it up, and then have like each team have a ship floating on it. And then you like throw balls at the ship. For various reasons. Oh. Right? <laughs> like, right, like insert academic purpose here for sure. <laughs> um, I just think like that would be, and and I will fully admit this, this, that experience that I just described would be like an over the top, we're leaning more on relational than academic, right? Like, cause that again, takes time. You got to walk them all the way outside. So like, understand that both Stephanie and I are firm believers that like gamification is a great addition, but like you can't lose sight of the the academic piece and and one hundred percent. But at the same, but time, sometimes the relation, yeah, yeah, like sometimes you gotta like double down on that over and above the academic. I'm thinking about like beginning of the year team building, right? Mm-hmm. This would be something that like everyone would be talking about. I mean, every like you would not believe what happened today, Mom. Like. You know, third day of school, we went outside. It was warm at the beginning of the year, right? We went outside and we had a competition, like who could sink the other's boats, right? Like, and you probably could do a little origami, like boat folding, right? So the boats would easily sink, right? When they get a little more wet by just getting a ball, hitting them and dunking them in the water, they're donezo, right? And I just think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I love that idea. And even if you're still, so I think sometimes um, when we look at like the game experience and the relationship that comes with it, that we sometimes people think it means that you don't have any learning that's happening. And that's not true. It just means that you've spent a little more time on that relationship part, the experience part. Um, but you could still tie that to the learning. So maybe they build their arsenal to um, throw at the ships by answering questions correctly in a review type scenario, right? You know, I mean, there are ways to combine the content in there. Um, but like Michael said, the the relationship piece that we get from bringing these experiences into our classrooms with our students, um, you you can't replicate them other ways. I mean, it's just, it's by sharing that experience, by creating something that they're excited to be a part of and that they feel that they are a part of your community and your classroom. So sometimes those things are worth it. 100%. I think the other thing I would just add to that is making that unique moment. So like Mm -hmm. this is, like I said, clearly over the top, but 
Uh, it's also, as I can tell you for sure, I mean, I guarantee you, teaching middle schoolers, like, that would be, like, the most epic, like, lesson day moment. And that, the, the investment you're making in that relationship would just sort of, like, reverberate throughout the rest of the semester. Um, but I also say, too, for those of you that are penny pinchers, there are other ways to use that pool. 100%. Right? Like, like, you could do that in the classroom. It could be all sorts of things. In my mind, um, I thought of the Double Dare game. Uh, clearly, okay, so I will be honest. Michael had said something about the 80s originally. And now, apparently, I'm just going back to the 80s and 90s and all of the shows I used to watch um, when there was time to do those things. But I was a huge Double Dare fan. And I remember, like, the pool that was filled with things. In that case, it was, like, shaving cream or something they had to go through. I would never suggest that in the classroom. No way. But... I was thinking it would be kind of fun if you had that baby pool and put the balls in there and then you had like maybe your slips of paper that you had kind of hidden underneath and they had to dig through to find one. And when they pulled it up, then the next person who pulled it up, like they had to make the connection. So they're going to be working to try to find the person who has a connection together so that it's almost again like that idea that when you spider web, right, you have to relate everything to another person's. Uh, you can do that. It's just in a different way. So when they're arranging themselves in their rooms, maybe they have like placements. Okay, the first person goes here and the next person to make their connection has to stand either in front of that person or to the side in an empty space. But you could make it that connection piece while still bringing into the classroom like this fun way to interact with it. All right, we have time for I think one more quick one. And I have three other products. So I'm going to give you <laughs> the choice. Do you want the cheapest? Do you want the second cheapest, which is only like 30 cents more? Or do you want the most expensive thing that we have discussed on the show? Ooh, I think we should go with the cheapest and I'll probably regret that, but I am thinking of some of our products and we have already spent some money on this. All right. Michael is not happy with my decision. <laughs> I really wanted to know your answer for the middle one, but well, actually all three. Okay. But... You said it's only 30 cents more. It's only 30 cents more. Okay. I'm fine with that. Let's do that one. This is a six pack. So... Already good value, so actually kind of the cheapest in some respects per thing. Six pack of <laughs> Sun Squad Bubble Solution. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. It's I'm really glad I went people. with this one. Three dollars for a pack of six. <laughs> Which means it will not actually make bubbles is what that means. <laughs> um, I feel like that's when I need more time. Nothing is coming All right, right away for like, a no but no, but wait, 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 wait for like what I would normally go to. But I think of um, science and math that you could have students create their own um, bubble wands and see how large of an area they could, and the shape that they could create that would still make a bubble with this bubble solution. So I'm going to go with, I'm trying to think of how to say it. 
Bubblevin, a combination of an Olympic event, which would be javelin, but you're seeing how far you can get the bubble to go. Okay. I like that. And that's just a relationship game, or are you tying that to your content? Uh, so at the beginning of the this would be fully relational, no content, zero. Uh, I but, really like it as an end-of-the-year relational game, too, uh, So for me, I was just going to say, for me, at the beginning of the year, I always do, like, two days, three days of just pure, like, team building, and they're they're funny, they're silly, and I usually build them out as a little bit of competition like not within the class but i always just drop little like comments like "Ooh, like that was really good i mean that wasn't the furthest or that wasn't the fastest this year and then they're like what do you mean like we can do it again can we do it one more time mr there and you're like oh i guess i mean sure okay right like you're just trying to get them to bond and work together mm -hmm. and so like this would be a perfect example of like a little minute to win it challenge that i could put inside one of those days you could even do um, how many bubbles can you blow off the same wand? Um, you know how some of them have like, they don't use up all their bubble solution that first time through. So like maybe someone's able to get two, maybe someone's able to get three or how many bubbles can you blow in 30 seconds? You know, they'd have to be fast at dipping that wand, but all relational like that. I like that. $3 people for a six pack. <laughs> I still say you could use it, science and math, creating their own All right. uh, bubble wand. Here's a fun thing we can do. We can put out for anybody that has made it this far into the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stephanie's going to give her one honorable mention that we didn't get to. I'm not going to say anything about it. She's not going to say anything about it. She's just going to tell you what it is. And that's going to be product one. And then I'm going to give my two honorable mentions and that'll be product two and three. And if you want to try to tweet us, use the at, you know, and put us and put well played. And we'll see if anybody uh, has an idea for one of these products. So Stephanie, you want to go first here? Yes. My product that I did not get to mention is a unicorn pinata. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Again, no comment for me. Moving right along. Product number two, which was the cheapest, coming in at two something, uh, is a 15-inch red rubber ball. Oh. And product number three, most expensive product discussed on the show here. This is for $49.99, a bocce ball set. Oh. I should say... Product number one, my unicorn pinata. I didn't give you the price. It's only $4. Oh, that thing's tiny. That's got like one piece of candy in it, folks. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah, that picture is not to scale. Um, <laughs> there is a larger one for $15, but it is not near as cute as the $4 one. <laughs> I love it. All right, so that's product one, two, and three. One being the unicorn pinata, two being the red rubber ball which is like a outside sort of bouncy ball and then product three was the bocce ball set uh, i'd love to hear from you guys but before we do that we have reflection time and i am curious uh stephanie's take on this one you have no idea this quote excited nope. to sort of hear your <laughs> thoughts great uh this this is a good one you're you're gonna you're gonna dig this one i promise uh, all right. 
Not all who wander are lost. Some are just at Target. (laughs) Well, uh, I think if you keep yourself open to possibilities all the time, that uh, you may go to Target for one thing, (laughs) two things, but um, when you keep your mind open, and you're looking for the next new adventure, any aisle can contain the next the next great thing, the next great adventure for your students and for you in the classroom. And it could cost 50 cents or it could cost $80, um, but you're not lost just because it wasn't on your list. You're just looking for the next thing. So similar for me, I'm gonna say, that I love this, that they talk about the, the sense of like the wandering and you are talking to somebody that super loves to do that in like regular stores. Like I, I have no problem. Like I'm going to Costco for like one thing, maybe two things. And I will still pretty much go up and down every aisle though. Like, cause I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Like, and mm-hmm. And do that in grocery stores. I like to kind of take in like, what does it all have? Like, ooh, I didn't know we can get that here. That's super cool, right? And I still might not buy it that day, but it's like in my head that I now know where to get something like that. And I think in today's show, that's a really awesome mindset to like be open to the sort of wandering in a store, to be wandering in terms of an idea and like allowing yourself that time and space to to do that wandering because you come back, you come back with neat ideas. You come back richer with ideas. So that's that guys. That ends the first sort of target, target on target. (laughs) I love it. Uh, thank you everyone. And thank you, Stephanie so much for coming back to well played. We love having you on the show. Everyone else. Thank you so much for having a great week with us. And I hope you continue to do awesome and continue to play on. All right. Take care, everybody.